ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Hawthorne, New Jersey is proud to bring to you its podcast champions of the world, the DJ Joe the Great, the one and only Nikki D. We are two fat guys. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Eat it! Welcome into the Two Fat Guys Show, where we bring you our entertaining experiences and unique thoughts on food. I am DJ Joe the Great, and sitting next to me, as usual, is the one and only Nikki D. Nikki D., how are you doing today? It's a great day to be alive. Yes, it's always a great day to be alive. We got a lot of great stuff in this episode, and before we get into our segments, I want to tell you that... The segments are brought to you by Cupcakes and Crayons. They are a great bakery. Uh, the owner, Devin DeFalco, makes cupcakes, small cakes. So if you got a sweet tooth, I have a sweet tooth. I know Nikki D has a bigger sweet tooth than me. You will enjoy these. So if you're interested, you're having a party, reach out to Devin DeFalco. You can find her on Gmail. Dot com. It's D-E-V-E-N-D-I-F-A-L-C-O at gmail.com. Also, look for them on Instagram. It's cupcakes underscore crayon. So, really good stuff that she makes. And now, Nikki D., why don't you break down the segments, let our listeners know what they should be expecting today. All right. We have a very exciting show. Uh, we have, well, we'll get to that in a second. We're going to do our, our three segments of the day, Friday night food tales. Then we're going to throw in food fight. Yes. I like this one. Yes. Brought to you, of course, by Alan Ambrosio. And then we're going to have a rant. And this happened to me, uh, last weekend, this rant, uh, for the second time. And (laughs) I'm just, I need to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. You look like you, you, you really need to get this off your chest. Yes. Yes. It was bothering me. It ruined my weekend. (laughs) Great. And our main topic of the day, we have an interview with Andrea, the marketing coordinator of Turkey Hill. Yes, this was a really fun interview and got us really excited for ice cream. Yes, it did. So we'll get into that later, but now we're going to get into it. It's our Friday Night Food Tales. Okay, Nikki D, we both talked about our Friday Night Food Tales a little bit last night, gave gave a little preview to ourselves, but mm-hmm. we haven't heard each other, so I want to hear what you did on Friday night. Okay, so Friday night, it was um, thinking about going to On the Border, which I like. I also but, uh, like. But, uh, you know, I was thinking, let's try a new place. <laughs> so there was uh, there was a place by the Garden State Plaza called Boom Burger. Which, I think I've been there. Yeah. Well, it's not a Boom Burger anymore. Oh. <laughs> and uh, But I knew that, and I saw that it, it changed. It's a new restaurant. So um, all I remembered was the restaurant name was a number. But I couldn't remember. I thought it was like 52 or okay. like 53 or something. So I don't know how, but somehow I found the name of the restaurant. It was called 201 in, Close. Per- in parentheses and then underneath uh, Fun Food Sports. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. So I figured it would be like a you know bar type, yeah. type restaurant place. So uh, drove over there and uh, you know we figured we might as well try it. It's, it's something new. 
so walk in and it looks pretty similar to Boom Burger. It's a pretty big restaurant. They have a big bar. Yep. Very, you know, sports oriented jerseys hanging down from the ceiling, that type of thing. So a uh, pretty good atmosphere. And uh, took a look at the menu. And uh, it was one of those menus where it, they're kind of hitting everything. <laughs> Which is always uh, makes me nervous. Exactly. So I was getting a little bit overwhelmed. They had the appetizers. They had a burger section. They had wings. They had kind of like a miscellaneous section, uh, you know, chicken parm sliders. I think maybe pizza, like kind of wow. that thing. And here's here's the kicker: they had an entire separate sushi menu. That is. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yes. So um, had a big sushi bar there. Very. I don't understand the inclusion of the sushi. But anyway. Yeah, that's very questionable. Yeah. So it, it was my first time there. So I had to ask the waitress, you know, what's good here? What do you recommend? And I asked the waitress and, you know, she gave me one of those. Well, everything here is amazing. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that answer. Which doesn't help me at all. No. You know. Uh, but she pointed out a few things that, that she liked. So ended up uh, for kind of like an appetizer, one with the wings. Okay, that's a safe yeah. safe play at a, at a sports bar kind of area. Yes, went with, uh, I split 10 wings uh, with Jen. Okay. And we got the boneless. And the sauces were a little interesting. If you get 10 wings, you can get only one sauce uh, cooked while, you know the sauce in there while they're cooking the wings, or yep. you can get them naked mm-hmm. with like three sauces on the side. So we were going to try the sauces on the side. Yeah, I like that idea. But then I was like, you know what though? It's just going to be a a wing with nothing on it, and you're going to be true. dipping it into sauce. So that's I, true. So we ended up just getting the one sauce. Uh, interesting flavor. It was buffalo parmesan. That's an interesting flavor. Yeah. So um, the wings came, and the wings were actually very good. I like them. Okay. I like the sauce a lot. Uh, they were pretty meaty. Again, they were boneless, so easy to eat and mm-hmm. uh, pretty pretty darn tasty, I have to say. Okay, that's that's pretty high praise coming from a guy who's <laughs> eaten a lot of wings <laughs> at a lot of different places. Yes. I think the last wings I had were at BJ's Brewhouse, and I like these better. Okay. Uh, Jen thought they were a little too zesty, spicy for her, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it wasn't Buffalo a problem Yeah, Buffalo Parmesan could be... I mean, I liked it. Okay. So... Uh, so that was that was for an appetizer. Now, for <laughs> for the meal, she said the burgers are really good. Which so, I feel like everybody says yeah, that. Yeah, everyone says that. But uh, I, I looked at the burger section, and they had a lot of options. So normally I would go with a bacon cheeseburger or something like that. Yep. But for whatever reason, you know, they had, they had bacon cheeseburger, but, like, that was it. There was no explanation, like, oh, you know— Angus certified yeah, yeah, beef yeah. with uh, applewood smoke. Yep. But, like they didn't have anything to make it sound good, <laughs> so it just sounded like something you'd throw on a bad grill. marketing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I didn't end up going with the bacon cheeseburger for some reason. And I saw this on the menu, and it kind of like I felt like getting it right away. A pizza burger. I was for some <laughs> reason I was going to guess you were going <laughs> to say that, and I've I've only had a pizza burger when I was a little kid. I used to go to have to go to my cousin's dance recitals and the only thing i would look forward to that night is getting a pizza burger <laughs> and i don't know why i like the pizza burger and i probably haven't gotten it since i was seven years old yeah i don't think i've gotten one in maybe like 10 years or something but uh yeah i used to love pizza burgers pizza bagels <laughs> i used to love 
So I don't know why, but I went with the pizza burger. This is a burger. dangerous gamble. Yes, yes. And I made, I asked the waitress, how is the, you know, how is the pizza burger? Oh, it's amazing. You're it's probably the only person that's gotten a pizza burger there. <laughs> well, she actually said they have another restaurant in like, I forget the town, but mm-hmm. like it's an actual Italian restaurant. So they okay. get the sauce from there. So that made I'm me sure. feel a little bit better. Okay. And uh, so the meal came and took a bite of it, took a few bites of it. It was really good. Wow. <laughs> so I was a cook, uh, asked for a medium rare. It was cooked perfectly. The sauce was, it tasted pretty Italian, actually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, you know, ragu type sauce. So for people out there that haven't had a pizza burger, just explain a little bit like what the pizza burger looks sure, like. Sure. It's pretty simple, actually. It's just uh, a beef patty okay. and smothered with, uh, I think it's mozzarella cheese mm-hmm. and there's sauce on it. And, okay. st- and you, that's, you know, you're not going to put ketchup on it because yeah, the yeah. sauce takes the place of that. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. And it, if I, if I had a complaint about it, it was pretty messy. Yeah. That's, that is, a, yeah, I, I which do remember I don't that. blame them because it's a pizza burger. Yeah. There's a lot of sauce. Unless you ask for like light on the sauce. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh. I couldn't taste too much of the burger because there was a lot of sauce and okay. cheese. <laughs> but again, it was it was it was good. I, if I went back there, I would order that again. Wow! It wasn't a huge burger, but it was big enough okay. for me. And the fries, we know how you feel about fries. Yeah, the fries were very average, and I had like a few of them, and that was it. I guess I, broccoli or salad doesn't really I, go with. I the, wanted to the give their burger. fries a shot. Yeah. Though, oh, that's fair. Since you didn't there. have them, for yeah, it. and those disappointed. Okay, but everything else was good. Jen actually went with the sushi. <laughs> so, that's a dangerous move. Dangerous move, but she thought she thought it was good, and she lived to to talk about it. She's after. still alive. All right. <laughs> so overall, it's uh, it's something to try if you're looking for like good bar food. Mm-hmm. And I I would recommend uh, parentheses two oh one end parentheses food fun sports. So look wow. it up. It's in Rochelle Park. Well, that's that's good news. Yeah. And I'm, I'm impressed that you actually gambled and, and had a good right. Friday night food tale. So mine, another theme of gambling, I went with a big gamble. I felt like it was a big gamble. Gotten to this place a million times in Hawthorne, Puzo's. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the mood for pizza, though. I kind of wanted a sandwich. Okay. And the only time I've gotten a sandwich at Puzo's or an Italian restaurant, for that matter, is I've gotten a chicken parm sandwich. Right. That's my go-to as well. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't know if you've in your life ever gotten anything besides a chicken parm sandwich if you're getting a sandwich. I've gotten meatball parm. Uh, yeah. So uh, along the lines of like an Italian sandwich you're going to get at an Italian restaurant. I decided I I have been trying to find a good cheesesteak. Oh, boy. For a, a while now. Okay. San Francisco was a failure. Biggie's was a failure. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot at Puzo's. And here's my rationale. The Philly cheesesteak... I believe from what I watched on, I think it was Food Network, that it was started by an Italian guy. So I was like... So this is your rationale. This is my rationale. (laughs) So at at the core of the Philly cheesesteak sandwich, it is served on Italian bread. I was like, and I'm going, I'm Puzo's is an Italian restaurant. I'm going to get a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, (laughs) which is a huge, huge gamble. I've gone to Puzo's for about 25 years, never even considered no. a cheesesteak sandwich. Although I have had the cheesesteak pizza there, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. So Yeah, so I, I order the sandwich. My wife plays it safe, gets a, a personal white pizza. Mm. 
And immediately I was like, should I have just gotten pizza like a normal person? And so I was kind of regretting my decision a little bit. I get the sandwich and it actually looks like a Philly cheesesteak. So the, the cheese, the steak was chopped up, not like Biggie's where it was just a, a steak thing or like in San Francisco where it was a panini. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this looks like it, it actually is a cheesesteak. And I got it with just mushrooms and cheese. Tried to keep it simple. Didn't want to throw on the onions and peppers and, and get it too right, crazy. Right. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised wow. that it was actually, it was a decent sized sandwich. We'll put the picture on Instagram. It was a, a really nice cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I would actually recommend it to people to <laughs> wow. go to Puzo's and get a cheesesteak. I feel like you're one of the few people that have probably ordered a cheesesteak there. Yes, probably. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a normal order. Yeah, it was funny too when I, when I heard them in the kitchen being like, yeah, we got a cheesesteak order. <laughs> like it was like the first time they've ever made a cheesesteak on like on bread, it, not the cheesesteak pizza. The waiter probably went in the kitchen like, oh my God, yeah. you're never going to believe we got one. I mean, it's so true, but it was very, very surprising that the cheesesteak was a really good cheesesteak, and it's not too often you get a really good cheesesteak, and this was actually really good. Now, we've talked in the past about Miller's Ale House cheesesteak. Where would you rank the two? I'm going to be honest. I'll put it right up there wow. with Miller's Ale House. Wow. It was... Miller's Air House might have been a teensy bit better, mm-hmm. but not that far away. And it was a cheap cheesesteak sandwich. It was like seven bucks. Well, all right. So it was a really successful Friday night food tale for me and a, a gamble that actually paid off. It's two gambles for us, and they both paid off. Yeah, we, we should probably stay away from <laughs> Atlantic City for the next couple of weeks because our luck... It's probably yeah. going to go downhill. Yeah, well, I'll be going in a month. So yeah, we'll me see, too. But... <laughs> so, um, yeah, so now we're going to move on to our next segment, and we're going to get the boxing gloves out because it is our food fight. Okay, Nikki D, we have a topic to talk about, and it's seafood. So we're going to get into talking about seafood, and apparently you do not like any seafood except calamari and shrimp. That's correct. No fish for me. Okay. Now, have you tried different types of seafood? Yes. Okay. And what don't you like about, for example, salmon or tilapia? I've tried both. Okay. Now, for me, (laughs) there's a lot of things I don't understand about the general population of people. And this is one of them, that how fish has become like a normal thing to order and people actually enjoy the flavor. And I have a very, very easy argument <laughs> why I don't like fish. It tastes like fish and it smells like fish. And those are not, it's not a good taste and it's not a good smell. When something smells like fish, oh, it smells like fish around it. It's never a good thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, that's a fair point. Okay. And what is your counter to that argument? Well, my counter is if you've ever had salmon or tilapia i i enjoy if i'm going down it's mainly if i'm going to be somewhere that's close to the water down the shore maybe if i'm up in in new england where they have great clam chowder Mm. they're known for their clam chowder actually i do like new england clam chowder okay (laughs) is it any have anything to do with liking the patriots and tom brady might yes (laughs) that it definitely helps me like it more but I like a nice fried fried cod. I got that when I was in San Francisco, actually, because they're they're known for their cod out there by mm-hmm. Fisherman's Wharf. So 
It's kind of I don't get it if I'm just going to a restaurant around here. If if it's just a normal meal, I usually won't just get fish. Mm. But if I'm in a place where they're known for their fish, I'm I'm gonna get it. And it it yes, it's not as filling as as a steak or a burger, but I do like the taste of it for some reason. You like the taste of fish. Yes. Maybe you've just had bad fish. I mean, I, I've tasted a bunch of types of fish. Um, they all taste fishy to me. Well, they, yeah, I don't. I, maybe you're, you're doing it wrong because if you get if you get cod, like I've gotten uh, fish and chips, which a lot of times is is cod, mm-hmm. and I think it tastes pretty good. It tastes kind of similar to chicken a little bit. I, I don't think it does. I mean, I, I'll disagree with that. Um, and remember, I used to work in. King's Seafood. I was a seafood guy yes. in King's Supermarket. And you know, so I've been you, around all types of were fish. Were you turning people away? <laughs> Don't get the fish. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, you know, oh, how's this one? Oh, yeah, I've tried that one. That one's good. That's fresh. It just came in today, you know, just making stuff up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've seen all the, all the types of fish. I've tried a, a lot of different types and nothing does it for me. Yeah, it, it's... I don't know. I feel like when I'm somewhere, for example, I, I was in Boston. When I was in Boston, I got the I got the New England clam chowder. I just feel like it's fresher if you're in a spot where they're known for the fish. If I'm going down to the Jersey Shore, I might get some some lobster, something like that. Well, and, that that I can understand. Yeah. Like if you're going to, you know, like you said, those types of places that are like right by the beach or yep. right on the where the stuff's going to be fresh. Okay, then I can understand someone ordering it because it's like really fresh. But like people just order it all the time around here, you know, just inland restaurants. Yeah, and, and that's what I don't under really understand. Yeah, I feel like around here, if you're if you're not by somewhere that's known for fish, I'm not really going to like I don't know the outback and getting salmon. I think that. I think in that case, you are have some mental issues if you're doing that. But yes, for example, when I was in Hawaii, they are known for their mahi-mahi stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm not going to go to the restaurant every single time and order fish. But I, I think it's good. It hits the spot once in a while. It's a good change. And theoretically, it is a little bit healthier. That's what they say, those doctors. Mm-hmm. So that's not really a reason why I eat it. I just like it. Mainly because if I'm in that area, I'm going yeah. to try and get some fish. I was going to say the healthiness is another reason why I don't eat it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I just, I don't get the taste of it. I, I don't get how people actually eat it and be like, oh, that tastes delicious. Yeah. I I don't know. I like, I guess it's it's the state of mind. I, I Again, I'd say if I'm up in New England and a lot, half of it is probably because of Tom Brady and the Patriots, but getting a New England clam chowder, some lobster... Some cod. <laughs> you do a Boston accent. Yeah, that was my attempt at Boston accent. I, I really like it. So All right. I don't think we're going to ever agree on this. And maybe next time, if we get to a Patriots game up in New England before Brady retires, I think having some clam chowder before a Patriots game, <laughs> you really be in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. The, again, the clam chowder, New England clam chowder, I could do. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to agree on this anytime soon. Well... That's okay. Now we're going to get into a rant. Okay, Nikki D, you're a little fired up from our food fight. So now, while you're still angry, let's get into your rant. Okay, and like I said, this ruined my whole day, whole weekend, uh, last weekend. So there's a place that everyone 
knows and a lot of people like called Jersey Mike's. Yes. It's, if you don't know, it's a sandwich place and they have cold sandwiches. They have some hot sandwiches. And uh, I've been there a few times now and I've come across the same issue every time. Now, if you go to Jimmy John's or a Wawa or something, you're going to get, or even a Subway, you're going to get a nice size sandwich Mm -hmm. for a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. Subway, you could get like a 12 inch for what, like seven bucks or something. Yeah, it used to be $5 foot long until they started having some financial problems. (laughs) (laughs) Wawa, you could get a 10 inch for like sometimes like $5 and change. Like it's, it's very reasonable. Yep. Jimmy, uh, I'm sorry, Jersey Mike's, you yeah, have... I'll start throwing yeah, Jimmy John. I know you're a big fan. So Jersey Mike's, you can get the regular sandwich or like the, I think they call it extra large or something. Mm-hmm. The regular sandwich is for like a hot sandwich. It's like eight something and with tax and everything, it's in the $9, Jeez. nine plus range. And when, and I'm going to post this to Instagram if you haven't been there. But for those that ha- don't know how big the regular is, it's basically like a six-inch sandwich. Wow. So you're getting basically a, yeah, a six-inch sandwich for like nine-something. And I went with the cheesesteak. Now, the first time I went there, it was the same issue, but I thought the cheesesteak was really top-notch. Uh-huh. Even though it was small, I was like, maybe I'll end up going back there because I really liked it. Yeah. This time, there was like... A little like thin slice of oh, cheesesteak in the middle, and it's a six-inch sub. And I I ate the thing in like two minutes, and That's it was disappointing. Yeah, it was like a joke. I'm like, now what? Like, what am I? <laughs> do I get another one? Do I? And the problem is, if you get the extra large, the the larger size, yeah. one step up, it's like fourteen bucks. That's insane. So for a lunch, like you're really spending fourteen, fifteen, but and it's too big anyway for yeah. lunch. So for what you're getting, it's just, I don't understand why they can't come out with something a little bit bigger for cheaper and, you know, mirror the other places. Yeah, I've been there once. I wasn't blown away by the sandwiches. Luckily, I I didn't pay. (laughs) Um, So that probably made me not realize the the size. I just got a regular size Mm -hmm. and wasn't really blown away. Like I said, I'm more of a fan of Jimmy John's and Subway. So, and especially with this pricing issue i feel like there's really no reason with all the other sandwich places out there to go back to jersey mike's yeah and i don't i don't get how they do so well and you know they're people go there and don't realize this issue it's it's a it's a pretty you know easy issue to spot like you're getting a tiny sandwich for a lot of money yeah I, maybe it's it's tiny to us and big dollar people <laughs> i i don't know i mean l- listen when Six inches, I don't think it was bigger than six inches. Yeah. And like I said, it wasn't packed with stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a cheesesteak with no onions and no peppers, and it was like <laughs> eating bread, basically. So uh, I don't think I will be back there anytime soon unless they change their pricing structure and the sandwich structure. Jeez. Well, that's that's disappointing. Disappointing. Well, now we're going to get a little bit, bit upbeat, a lot upbeat, because we're going to get into our interview with Turkey Hill. I I thought it was a really fun interview. And got me excited for ice cream. It was a great interview. Andrea was great. She was uh, really informative, and we we both learned a lot. And I'm sure the listeners will learn a lot, and they'll be wanting to buy some Turkey Hill. Yeah, and if they're in our area, Lancaster's only a short, I think, about three hour drive. About yeah. So head maybe over a little shorter. Head over place. Lancaster. Maybe go to to Hershey Park. Stop by Turkey Hill. Get some fresh ice cream, yeah. or you could just or go. You to could the, just buy it here. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. <laughs> 
But yeah, we're going to get into it now. We got about 15, 20 minutes that we got to talk with Andrea and we really enjoyed it. So we are going to get into the interview. We are here with Andrea. She is a marketing coordinator at Turkey Hill. Welcome to the show, Andrea. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, uh, we really appreciate your time and we're really excited to talk about Turkey Hill. We're two uh, very big ice cream guys. Yes, and we are. Turkey Hill is uh, <laughs> one of our, our top favorites, so uh, we got a lot of questions to ask. So we wanted to start and just kind of ask what the, the history of Turkey Hill is. How did you guys get started? Pretty cool. And when you say here, uh, you're in Lancaster, right? For all the of listeners, course, I that. Should mention that we're in this beautiful county of Lancaster, PA, and uh, that's where Turkey Hill is located, uh, and that's where the tradition started, and it's still here. Yes, both of us are, are pretty familiar with yes, Lancaster. We, we used to go to uh, Willow Valley out there, and uh, <laughs> many times. Oh, okay. So, in our backyard, then. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So, yeah, I've been in Dutch Wonderland about a hundred times, probably as a kid. So. <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, so we want to ask you a little bit about uh, if you could tell us about the ice cream making process of Turkey Hill, specifically maybe if there's anything that you guys do that um, any of your competitors do differently in actually making the ice cream. Of course. Uh, you know, it starts out with getting uh, high-quality ingredients, and I do think that's what makes us unique. Um, and makes our products taste so good along with the people who make it. You know, they put a lot of heart and soul into making this product every day um, to be safe for our consumers and to taste great. So you start off with these fine ingredients, which usually is milk, cream, and sugar, mm-hmm. uh, and you make this mix, uh, you stir it together, and through, you know, the process um, of during, uh, mixing them together in a huge mix tank, you end up um, doing a whole lot of pasteurizing and homogenizing, homogenizing those ingredients until they become um, ready um, through high temperatures and then bringing them back down to a cool temperature. And then you start the process of adding in flavoring. So if it's mint chocolate chip, you add in the flavor of mint to the mix. Uh, and then you also, you know, you have chocolate ice cream, um, strawberry ice cream. Um, so you start off with all those, and then you also get to put it through um just the fun part, you add in all the variegates. And when I say variegates, variegates kind of sounds like a scary word, but it really isn't. It's just a more good stuff where, you know, if there's a fudge swirl in there or a marshmallow swir- swirl or, you know, all, all that delicious uh, chocolate fudge, mm-hmm. um, anything like that, that's what a variegate is. Um, and so that gets added into there along with um, inclusions. Again, another scary word, but it really isn't that scary. It's more delicious things like the cookie dough or mm-hmm. the, um, ice, uh, the cake pieces or if there's peanuts involved. Um, so we get them all mixed into this beautiful mixture of ice cream um, and distribute it through 
the containers. And once it's in the containers and sealed, uh, it goes into a deep freeze. And when I say deep freeze, it's 40 degrees or uh, negative 40 degrees or um, below. So um, that's how it gets frozen and it is packaged and shipped off uh, all across the country for uh, all of our consumers to enjoy. But I do think what does make us to bring it back again, what makes our products taste so great and makes them different um, from other brands out there is truly just the, the great ingredients that we choose and the people behind every container of ice cream and, and drinks and cheese that we make every day. Okay. Sounds sounds like a really good. It's funny. I have an ice cream maker at home, and I've been trying to get the energy to make ice cream myself. But it somehow seems so much easier to just go to the store and buy a, a carton of Turkey Hill because you guys do all the work. Oh my! I have to agree with you. I'm not a, a homemaker myself a whole lot, so it's a lot easier for me just to go and enjoy a carton of Turkey Hill ice cream, whether it's just by myself, no judgment, or share uh, with family and friends. Uh, just a quick follow-up on that. How how long is that process? I, I know from what I've read about making your own ice cream, it's like a two-day process. Is that the same? Um, you know, it, it just depends. Uh, uh, when we run a flavor, it can run for a couple, uh, for 24 hours. If it's a popular flavor, um, the mixture doesn't take as long, but once we get it through and processed on the line, it just depends. Um, it can take a couple hours, or if it's uh, like a popular favorite, like our butter pecan is one of our more vanilla, of course, is a favorite enjoyed by many. Many. It can be a day or two that it takes the whole process, and deep freeze um, doesn't take any longer than a day or two. Um, but the whole process of getting it to the shelf itself um, is probably roughly, you know, I'm estimating here maybe two or three weeks. Oh, okay. Getting to be where it needs to be. Of course, if it's a local store around this area, it might take a little bit less. Gotcha. Okay. And that the ice cream process you just told us about in depth does that basically remain the same over the years, or has it evolved and changed as uh, Turkey Hill's gotten bigger? The recipes itself usually remain the same uh, as far as how it's completed. As we know, technology changes um, <laughs> the, the beauty of that. Also, you know, we update our equipment um, and all and all that. That, but as far as the recipes and stuff, there a lot of them are using the same quality of ingredients and also uh, the traditional ways of making, you know, vanilla ice cream and such. Understood. Cool. And speaking of recipes, how does Turkey Hill come up with uh, new flavors for their ice cream? Oh, well, that's the fun part, really, right? Uh, uh, we have a great team, a uh, research and development team. We call them the R&D team. Uh, and they do a lot of, again, research and developing. Uh, we also um, really do, honestly, listen to our consumers. Uh, we have a great call center who uh, takes calls on a daily basis or looks at our email or even looks at our social media um, every day. And we hear our consumers. We hear what they're looking for. We hear what they like and don't like. Um, and we take that all in consideration along with the um, research and development team. Uh, and we're constantly uh, test tasting. <laughs> we're constantly trying new things. <laughs> We're trying to always improve anything where we can improve. So that's kind of where it comes from um, with new ideas. Sometimes it's just a flavor that we bring out for a limited time, uh, and it tends to do 
really well and sometimes can turn out to be a full-time flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, a good example is our double dunk of many years ago. That was just a limited edition flavor that came out, um, and we just had an overwhelming amount of good prices from our consumers, and it ended up turning out to be a full-time flavor and still is to this day. Wow. Yeah, and just to add, uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe like last week, I got the salted caramel flavor, and I had never had that before from Turkey Hill, and it was, it's probably now my favorite Turkey Hill ice cream. It overtakes oh, the, the, spot of, the spot yeah, of the spot of cookie all, dough. That's an all-natural flavor, too. So that is a, it's from our all-natural product line, um, salted caramel, and it is. It's a fan favorite, so you're not alone, and it's just one of those really go-to flavors. You know, if you can't decide it's always a good one to go to because you're not going to regret taking that flavor <laughs> yeah definitely um so i i had a question i i myself and and nick are always going to the grocery stores you know looking at, at prices and everything and you notice at our grocery stores maybe one week they'll have briars on sale one week they'll have turkey hill on sale is that something that that you guys kind of control or is that work through the the local grocery stores between our retailers and, and ourselves. We work together trying to figure out when there's going to be deals and when it works best. Um, and, and that's really honestly how it works most of the time. Sometimes they'll um, come and approach us about it or we team up together and say, hey, this would be a great opportunity um, to have a coupon out in your clipper or mm -hmm. something of those sorts. But it's usually a partnership um, working together to decide when it's best to do that and when it's not. Um, Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. And, uh, it is, it is. Yeah. And going, going back, Andrew, to the flavor question, just wanted to ask you, do you does Turkey Hill have any new exciting flavors coming out or uh, any new products or anything that we should, we should know about? Oh, of course. We have a lot of great products that we introduced in 2018. And if you haven't gotten your hands on them yet, I'm telling you, you better get your hands on them because they're <laughs> delicious. We have our Decadent Delights, which is an extension on our novelties. We haven't come out with a premium plus novelty um, ever. It's the first time for Turkey Hill. So they're basically uh, jam-packed with fruit. fruit. Um, our bars are, we have like a cherry bar, we have mango bar, um, and they, um, some of them are even covered by a chocolate um, uh, covering, which is, who can say no to chocolate? Uh, and they're just so great. And you know, Dad, I'm kind of going back on what I just talked before. You know, if you're not really uh, that great or just not really interested in doing a, ho a whole lot of baking or cooking, mm -hmm. i say go get a box of decadent um, delight bars. How easy can you get for a party? You rip them open and mm -hmm. they're ready to go, whether you're a kid or, or an adult or a kid of all ages. You can't say no to that. So that's one of our new new products. And we also have them in parfaits, too. So not only do they come in ice cream bars, but they also come in parfaits, which is, again, an easy way to celebrate your picnic um, this summer or, you know, a birthday party. And there's less cleanup, and also they're just delicious overall. So you can't go wrong with that. That sounds um, we really also good. Introduced, yeah, we also introduced um, our Triapolitan, and it's a, a flavor adventure, and it's a spinoff of our typical Neapolitan. A lot of people know what the Neapolitan is. So we thought, hey, so many people love the Neapolitan. It's, again, a really easy go-to 
flavor to pick up um, when you're not quite sure what to grab. Um, and so we combined these flavor adventures like Coco Loco or Triple Chocolate wow. um, or Mint mm. Cookie Crunch. Uh, and it, it just has a combination of flavors, three flavors, and so you can either pick one or you can pick all three, which I recommend. That's what I highly recommend, but they're so delicious, and, and sometimes you go, well, I wouldn't think to combine this, but this is great. So it's another great addition to our product line, our premium, uh, premium line, and if you haven't tried them yet, like I said, run out and grab a container today because they're so delicious. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to run out right now and grab a container. Um, this is probably a <laughs> silly good. question, but are they doing anything with making the cartons bigger? Because I feel like I get like a carton or two and I'm done with it in like three days. Like I feel like if there was an option for bigger cartons, <laughs> That's it would save... That's not a bad habit, right? That's not a bad <laughs> habit to have, you know? Um, I, I'm not aware of anything in the... Um, as, currently, but you never know what the future holds, and I would be happy to pass along your recommendation to the team back at the dairy. Yeah, I definitely think if there was a carton that was maybe twice the size of the one that's out there, <laughs> it would at least save me the, the running to the grocery store every every other day, you know? <laughs> um, I get I, I totally understand. Uh, ice cream lover myself, even before my time at the dairy, and you can't send the ice cream. You, know, you really can't. That's true. Very true. Okay, and we talked a lot about ice cream, Andrew. C- can you tell us about any other of Turkey Hill's products? Oh, of course. Well, that is a perfect way to lead into not only do we produce ice cream, and a lot of people may know us uh, as a great producer of ice cream products, but we also uh, make terrific drinks that you can enjoy. And when I say drinks, they could be fruit drinks, uh, iced teas, uh, um, and a variety of flavors. They all come in. So from regular iced tea to sweet tea to orange tea to raspberry tea, we also have lemonade, watermelon lemonade that we came out with this year, which is terrific, too. It's very refreshing. Again, I'm not quite sure what the weather is like where you guys are at, but right now mm-hmm. it is muggy and hot and and that's a typical summer, but it's yes. a great way to crack open a, uh, a bottle of turkey hill iced tea and enjoy and sip on it while you're scooping out a bowl of ice cream of turkey hill ice cream. <laughs> That sounds pretty good as we're sitting down here sweating. Yeah, we're so. sweating over here in New Jersey, so you know it's it's always good to have a nice refreshing drink and ice yes. cream. Exactly. Gonna, exactly. Gonna have some Turkey Hill cookie dough after the interview. So. <laughs> hey, that's a fan favorite too. There, you can't go wrong with that one. And uh, speaking of other products, as uh, Joe said, we're big fans of Lancaster. And when we've been in Lancaster, we've seen these Turkey Hill gas stations. And we're always kind of confused about is Turkey Hill selling gas or is it just the mini mart inside? If you could tell us anything about that. (laughs) Yeah, Nick was very, very curious about this. (laughs) I think I can help you out there. And, you know, you're not alone. It is somewhat confusing. Uh, the Turkey Hill Minute Markets is what you're referring to in their convenience stores. Um, and, and they started here in Lancaster, and they are uh, um, around this area in the PA area and also a little about in the Ohio area. However, uh, um, we all were one company at one point, uh, but currently um, we are separate. Um, and, but we do work closely together. Obviously, they carry our products. Uh, their name is also Turkey Hill Minimarkets, which is close to Turkey Hill Dairy. So we do have a really great relationship with them. But as far as um, are we connected in any way as far as business, uh, no, we're, we're 
Turkey Hill Dairy is owned by Kroger. Uh, so um, there's, gotcha. there's no connection as far as when it comes to that. But we do work closely, closely together, and uh, we have a great relationship with them. So you guys aren't thinking of going from the dairy market to the gas market anytime soon? No, not anytime soon. I think we're going to stick with what we're really good at, and that's mm. making ice cream and drinks. <laughs> Yeah, unless you can figure out a way to get ice cream to come out of like the the gas nozzle for like a, a maybe like a milkshake or something That'd like that. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. You got some great ideas over there. I might have to bring you in sometime. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we have a, a ton of ideas when it comes to food. So <laughs> we think about all day. Yeah, exactly. Um, was there anything else that, that that you thought you know you wanted to let our listeners know? Anything that. You know, you guys have up your sleeves coming. You kind of talked about new products, but was there anything else that that you felt was important for our listeners to know about Turkey Hill? Well, I always say that we're always um, listening to our consumers. I can't wait, you know, until 2019 rolls around. I'm sure we'll have some new other new items to introduce to our um, fans out there. And speaking of fans, uh, if there are true fans out there, which I know they're out there, um, I. I to them every day. I hear them on social media. We do have our Turkey Hill Nation, what we're calling Turkey Hill Nation, and you can find it at turkeyhillnation.com. And this invites all of our super fans to sign up, join in on our fund. That is where you might get an opportunity to be a taste tester of ours. You'll get opportunities to take surveys for us. Give us your feedback. You are the voice. You are our ambassadors. So we want to hear from these super fans. We want to get them involved. Uh, and, and we want to hear from them. I mean, it's the most important. These, uh, we have a, we're so blessed to have such fans out there. Uh, not a lot of brands have it, but we do. We have these super fans out there. So if you're one of them, I'm telling you, you need to sign up for Turkey Hill Nation. You're going to get the best deals on there. Uh, um, even on our online store, we can get some Turkey Hill merchandise. Uh, there's always discounts. So get on, sign up. It's free to sign up. We have an app, so it can't get any better. There's not too many things in life that are free. So <laughs> That's very true. You better very sign true. up. And also, too, along with that, with our super fans, um, we also have the Turkey Hill Experience. So the Turkey Hill Experience is actually, you know, we got, we, throughout the years, have always been asked, hey, can we come on site, take a tour of the plant, um, and see where all the good stuff is being made. And of course, we would always love to have everybody on, but due to the safety and health issues, you know, that's just not doable anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted to still provide our fans out there um, a way for them to experience what happens inside the dairy. So we were like, how can we do that? Well, we opened up the Turkey Hill Experience in Columbia, Pennsylvania, which gives you an interactive, it's an interactive museum, basically, that kind oh, of wow. lets you walk through yeah, it's great. It kind of lets you, you walk through, you kind of see where everything starts, kind of what we talked about, where the ingredients starts, where we pick it, how, how we pick the ingredients, and going from each step of not just our ice cream, but our teas, um, the quality of tea, and why we pick certain teas to, um, and their ingredients, and why they're so important. And then we go into even as far as making your own commercial, or seeing how our marketing tools are put into play. Uh, we also have a taste lab now that you can create your own flavor and take it with you and enjoy. So it's, there's so much, number one, you can't leave hungry from <laughs> there, and you can't leave not happy. It is a really cool place. Uh, it's one of those you can keep coming back and 
find something new and fun to enjoy each time you come back. So if you're ever in the area or anybody's in the area, come visit the Turkey Hall Experience. It's a really cool place for all kids of all ages. Wow, that's that's wow. pretty cool. And uh, all right, last amazing. last serious question: If you had to pick one ice cream flavor to eat for the rest of your life, you can't change. <laughs> what would it be? Oh, that's so tough. It's I know. So I'm putting you on the spot way. right now. But you know what? I'm gonna bring it back to you know back home and probably back to my memories. And mint chocolate chip is just it holds so many memories for me. Um, and I think that's the flavor I'm gonna say because it's one of those that not only has memories way back in the day, but I'm still creating memories with my growing family now with mint chocolate chip. So uh, I would have to go with that one. That's a great flavor. Uh, I think. Personally, I think I'd go with cookies and cream, and I think if I had to take a guess, Joe, I'm going to go with cookie dough for Joe. I'm, I'm going with cookie dough, but the, the salted caramel from Turkey Hill is definitely making its way up up my list of favorite flavors. So that could, could my answer could change in, in the next month, but... Um, you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> yes. Especially if you get your hands on Degonis Lights or one of our trios. The cookie, the cookie Men trio... I don't know. If I had to pick one out of the trios, I'd say we start off with that container. Start <laughs> off with that one and go from there. You know, it, it, it's you, your belly's going to go downhill because you're just you're going to want to keep eating. You're just going to you don't want that bold end. Oh, just put it that way. And we're good at we continuing to works, eat. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we really we really appreciate your time and getting us in the mood for. Turkey Hill ice cream, yeah. which we will definitely have later tonight. Yes, so um, <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing to you. I'm like, I think I might just have to build on a bowl of ice cream after this. Not, not that I may have not have had the ice cream already today while I was at work. That's so, impressive. Again, That's the perks. No of, judgment here. No judgment. Right. The, the perks of working at Turkey Hill. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is quite a perk, you know. We are very lucky. We're very fortunate to be where we are and uh, be able to produce these great products. That we're not only are they great, but we're proud of them. We really, truly are. It, it, it's a family there, and we always, like I said, I can't um, stress enough how how excited we are when we go to work and be able to bring these products not only just into our homes, but homes all across the country. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a, a great. Uh, we we love Turkey Hill yes, here. Do. So I love ice cream. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm a little biased, but I'm also glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Well, we appreciate your time, and the next time we're we're driving around in Lancaster, we'll definitely stop by uh, to say hello. Okay, we hope you enjoyed the interview with Andrea from Turkey Hill, and I'm gonna run out and get a salted caramel carton of turkey hill i don't know about you nikki d yeah i might try those decadent delights i think they're called those sounded pretty good and uh, i think i definitely have to try those pretty soon yeah definitely hopefully we don't run into any issues at the the grocery store (laughs) and have to put it in our food store forensic (laughs) file but we appreciate you listening reach out to us on instagram the two fat guys show we have our twitter the two fat guys at the two fat guys We have our Facebook page, The Two Fat Guys Show. And if you have any questions, comments, you like the interview, send us an email on Gmail, The Two Fat Guys Show at gmail.com. And we will see you next week.